0: is Wicket's World with Mike Wicket on 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Happy Friday here on ESPN Des Moines, 102.1 FM and 1350. It is the day after day one of the NFL draft, a day when everybody can determine whether or not their team is going to win the Super Bowl. Based on one round of calling names of collegiate football players into the National Football League, hello if you are watching on Facebook you can follow us uh, at ESPN DSM on Twitter we're there as well and uh, your comments are always welcome on Facebook so hello the legendary Van Harden is watching on Facebook right now my friend the legendary Des Moines broadcaster one of the all-time greats so hello to Van I uh, hope you're enjoying retirement and sleeping in Wow that is an honor for for me. To look up and see Van Harden watching. Hello. Um, So the NFL draft was yesterday. Day one draft was yesterday. Day two starts in five hours, six hours, something like that for for round two and round three. And then tomorrow is for the junkies who literally just eat, breathe, and watch mock drafts left and right and are constantly just eating up 40 times and three-cone drills. But before we get to today, before we talk about tomorrow... Uh, we have to talk about what happened yesterday. And this is a mega mix I created. This is the five teams that people in Des Moines seem to care most about, plus some highlights from the commissioner calling a historical name the first time Northern Iowa has ever had an NFL draft pick in the first round. Uh, Also, the commissioner butchers the only Iowa Hawkeye taken yesterday. Here's my NFL draft mega mix.
1: With the first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, linebacker, Georgia. With the 19th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Trevor Penning, tackle Northern Iowa. With the 21st pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Trent McDuffie, defensive back washington with the 22nd pick in the 2022 nfl draft the green bay packers select quay walker linebacker georgia with the 24th pick in the 2022 nfl draft the dallas cowboys select Tyler Smith, tackle Tulsa. With the 25th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Lindenbaum. (laughs) Center, Iowa. With the 28th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Devontae Wyatt. Defensive tackle, Georgia. With the 30th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select... George Karloftis, defensive end, Purdue, with the 32nd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Lewis Seen, defensive back, Georgia.
0: All right, so that was uh, all from ESPN Commissioner Roger Goodell amongst a chorus of booze, getting uh, hammered by people who are drunk on booze. I believe there used when the draft never left New York. And I am a fan of drinking beer or White Claw. Uh, You could not drink inside Madison Square Garden at the draft. So I was always like, man, I really like to go to the draft, but I'd I'd rather sit at home and drink beer or White Claw like I did last night and watch the draft. This is in Vegas. There's no way those people were sober, dressed the way that they were. I don't know if the rules are different, but it's Vegas. And the commissioner getting booed is a tradition. Everybody seems to love that tradition, and they definitely booed the hell out of them. Uh, A couple things that, you know, stood out, of those, again, Chiefs, Cowboys, Vikings, Packers, uh, those are the teams of the big five here in Des Moines that people actually root for around here. Also the Bears. Did I, let me look at my, Karen. did we miss anybody? Did we, did we not play a Bears pick? Did, we didn't, oh, the hmm. Bears didn't have a ba- a pick yesterday, part of the Justin Fields deal. Wow. Uh, they did not have a first round pick yesterday.
2: Oh, wow, wow, Oh, well.
0: Wow. They did make the announcement, and he did announce Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa, the very first Panther ever drafted in the first round of the National Football League draft, which is very, very cool, and a lot of people around here were excited. Uh, And Iowa's Tyler Linderbaum. Can you pull up the the cut that just says Linderbaum, please? And let's take a listen once again to the commissioner disrespecting the All-American Center. With
1: the 25th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select... Tyler Lindenbaum. Come on! Center, Iowa.
0: Dude, you got one job. Get 32 names right. You're the commissioner, all right? This is what you... You have all the names. You have the... Enti- they give you the card. You're supposed to rehearse it before you walk out on stage. That's what they do. The phone call comes in. They write it down. and Then they hand a card. The commissioner takes it, walks out there, and he butchered Linderbaum's name. Always cool. Always great. Thank- nice job. Nice job. No wonder people boo the hell out of Roger Goodell all the time. Uh, But it was, you know, everybody going into this draft, the thing I kept hearing and I didn't really like hearing was, oh, it's not a great draft. Oh, there's not a lot of talent in this draft. There may not be great quarterback talent in this draft. There's plenty of talent in this draft, especially in the first round, especially at the edge rush spot and the wide receiver spot. You know, there have been drafts where there haven't been great wide receivers. Six went in the first round yesterday. And if you're a Green Bay Packers fan who was desperate to see the Packers take a wide receiver, you were hoping that maybe there will be seven or eight taken in the first round. But six wide receivers go in this first round. Uh, The first one, Drake London by the Atlanta Falcons. He goes off the board at number eight uh, from USC. And then Garrett Wilson, the stud from Ohio State. And then his teammate, Chris Olave. They go 10 and 11 to the Jets and to the Saints. After that, it was uh, Jahan Dotson, who I think is going to be a bust outside of being a good punt returner in the National Football League from Penn State, goes to the Commanders. I'm still not used to saying that. A lot of Packers fans were hoping that Traylon Burks from Arkansas would slide over to 22. Didn't happen. He goes 18 to the Titans. Uh, and then, you know, you're sitting there as a Packers fan. And I'm not going to lie. I had a, My buddy Alex was over yesterday. He's a, my neighbor from two doors down. Also happens to be a Green Bay Packers fan. We bond over that. We watched some of the games together. He came over. And we were both a little bored. You know, a little upset. We're like, where's the wide receiver? All right, they didn't do it at 22. Fine. You got to get out of round one, and they don't do it at 28. They got to get a wide receiver in round one. They don't do it at 28. I'm okay with it, actually. I am actually okay with what Green Bay did. And I'll talk about some of the other guys. I mean, the Chiefs grabbed a tiny corner named Trent McDuffie out of Washington. And, of course, the Cowboys got a, uh, a tackle, which you have to have in this league. And Daxton Hill from Michigan got picked. But let's talk about what the Green Bay Packers did, shall we? Let's talk about what Green Bay did at twenty-two and twenty-eight. I am rocking my number twenty-eight today. I'm wearing my AJ Dillon hoodie. Here, if you're watching on the stream. You see. So, if you half of Packers Twitter right now, actually half of everybody looking at what the Packers did, including some very prominent national radio hosts, trashing the Green Bay Packers first round can't believe that the Green Bay Packers would ever not take a wide receiver once again. How are you doing this to Aaron Rodgers? You're banking on Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard. I love the Packers draft. I love what they did in the first round. The first reason is give me all that SEC speed. Kara, we even talked about it last week. Give me all the speed out of the SEC. If Green Bay just drafted... Georgia and Alabama players, especially defensively, I'm fine with that. And I understand, Wicked, they have to have wide receivers. You know I'm being a little bit facetious when I say that, but I absolutely love Quay Walker because I'm a big N'Kobe Dean guy. I thought maybe if he's there at 28, you take him. The other linebacker from Georgia, still on the board, still could be a guy that goes early here on day number two. But Quay Walker, linebacker, 22, I'm awesome. I'm great with that. I I absolutely love the selection of Quay Walker. You put him next to Devondre Campbell on this defense, which is already top 10. You expect him to improve. Maybe they become a top five, top three defense next year. There are seven first-round picks on that Green Bay defense now with Quay Walker at 22. And they come back, and it was a little surprising to see Green Bay go defense a second time, especially with everybody talking about how much... Green Bay absolutely needs a wide receiver, and we know their wide receiver room sucks. But everybody was expecting at least one wide out in these first two picks. After the big six went that I rattled off, Green Bay said, no, you know what? We're going to go defense. And they did, and they helped out their defense. Somebody brought this up. uh, Carlos, one of uh, my my co-workers over at com. he and I both write and do a podcast for that site. You know, he brought up the point, and it's a valid one, about how Green Bay doesn't have to depend on Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball 45 times in a game to win. You don't have to do that in Matt LaFleur's offense, especially if you utilize A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And also, this defense is getting better and better. I mean, if you're a Packers fan, think about how terrible your defense was four or five years ago or two years ago under Mike Pettin. Last year... Under Joe Barry, the most scrutinized defensive coordinator higher in the history of the National Football League became a top-ten defense in year one. It took six weeks, but they became a top-ten defense in year number one, and they did it most of the year without their best corner, without the NFL's best corner, or at least one of the best corners in the National Football League without Jair Alexander. You know why? Because Gutekind knows what he's doing. He's one of the top GMs in this league. And Joe Barry knows what he's doing because apparently when you don't have Lions players, when you have Green Bay players, your defense is a lot better. Who knew? I'm not going to lie, though. The Devontae Wyatt pick did surprise me a bit. But again, feed me that SEC speed. Feed me that Georgia speed. Feed me one of the greatest statistical defenses in the history of college football. Give me those guys. I'll gladly take two guys off of that defense to fill out the rest of my Green Bay Packers defense. Now you have a big old dude in Devontae Wyatt. You've got a speed monster of a man in Quay Walker. I'm a big fan of this draft, and today they still have three picks to address the wide receiver spot. Oh, wicked, they never take a first-round wide receiver. Nope. They take a lot of second-round wide receivers. Do I need to rattle off the names? You know the names if you're a Green Bay Packers fan. If you're an NFL fan, you know exactly what Green Bay has done in that second round. They've taken Jordy Nelson. They've taken Greg Jennings. They got James Jones in the third round. They got Devontae Adams in the second round. There's nobody on the in the draft. Let me take that back. There likely is nobody Green Bay was going to take at 22 or at 28 that was on the board and still is on the board that is Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. Th- those two talents, I don't think, are, are guys like sky Moore from western michigan i don't think uh, anybody is looking at uh christian watson and saying that's this year's jamar chase the special receivers were at the top of this draft and went let's see when was the last wide receiver taken was it burks at 18 let me just make sure my math is right yeah he was the last air quote special wide receiver left on the board or the last to go after that everybody had second and third round grades So why not fill a need, the linebacker spot, add an incredible depth piece to help out Kenny Clark on that defensive line, and add a guy like Devontae Wyatt? This is, and I know that it's not sexy. It's not sexy to take a defensive tackle at 28 when your team has zero quality wide receivers. Sorry, Alan Lazard. Sorry to Sammy Watkins. I don't know how good Amari Rogers is going to be, and I'm, Randall Cobb is almost as old as I am. Their wide receiver room sucks right now. But don't reach for Christian Watson if your board has him somewhere in the 40s at 22. It's a, it's a terrible idea. Nobody wins when you do that except for Christian Watson, who then will be under all kinds of pressure to perform as well as some of those, those uh, uh, top six wide receivers, which is just a bad idea. It makes no sense whatsoever. So here the Packers are. We're going to talk more about what my squad, Green Bay, is going to do here on day number two. Uh, Some other moves in this draft that really surprised me, including the big trade that happened. There were a lot of trades. There were a lot of trades. Big name wide receivers got traded yesterday. This kind of stuff doesn't happen in the National Football League, especially on on draft day. But you know what? It did yesterday, and we'll talk about it coming up next.
3: Like ESPN Des Moines on Facebook and watch Wicket's World live in real time. This is 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. But I have to be honest, I don't know what
0: we're talking about. And I have not Is this your song to me, Kira? Is this what you're talking? Is this... What you're trying to tell me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You didn't sit and watch the draft every pick yesterday? I had two TVs on, one on in the kitchen, just in case I missed anything. Because I had to do dishes last night, because when I had a buddy over and we're starting to crack some beverages, Lee went to bed, my wife went to bed, and then it was like, if I have to do dishes, I don't want to miss any picks. Nothing? (laughs) You didn't do any of that? (laughs) <laughs> this is Wicket's World what? on 1021 FM, 1350 ESPN, Des Moines. My name is Mike Wicket. That is Kira.
2: I, I Kira like, did
0: not watch the draft. List.
2: I like to think of myself as like an applied sports person. You're an academic sports person. <laughs> I like to watch. <laughs> I like to watch the sports. I don't. I don't bother with the numbers, with yeah. the who's, now, the who. If it's
0: a hockey game, you'll watch. Yeah, you're a big hockey fan. I know that. Are you a See, Blues
2: fan? Is that right? Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. I know you're a icky Cardinals fan. So. Yeah. Gross.
2: I'm from St.
0: Louis, sorry. Uh, Well, no wonder you don't like football. So speaking (laughs) of baseball, by the way, coming up tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, three games between the Cubs and Brewers right here on ESPN Des Moines. 6.35 for the pregame with Pat and Ron. 7.05 first pitch uh, for Cubs baseball right here tonight on ESPN Des Moines. And then again tomorrow, 6.10 first pitch. And then Sunday afternoon baseball coming up uh, here on ESPN Des Moines. So I've been talking a lot about the Green Bay Packers and what they did in the draft yesterday and who is available today. All the names you know are, are out there, and I could just run through them, but that would be really boring. But if I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, as I am, uh, I am not looking at this wide receiver. Here's the way I look at this. Uh, they've had plenty of success in the second round drafting wide receivers there are plenty of opportunities to acquire a quality wide receiver through a number of different ways including the draft through a trade and of course in free agency there are some names that are still out there including and i know people are going to be down when i say this but i am still a fan of green bay giving a low budget uh, low dollar deal to julio jones and seeing if he's got anything left in those old bones uh there are some other guys that are out there that are still free agents uh, the, the conversations are still out there about D.K. Metcalf or Terry McLaurin, although with Washington not going wide receiver yesterday, the commanders took um, so Kyle, what's his name? They did take Jahan Dotson, but there was somebody else that they wound up selecting as well. And to me, it was like, well, maybe, maybe McLaurin's still out there. Maybe McLaurin is still a guy. They took Dotson, so maybe they do want to move. Um, maybe they do want to wind up moving McLaurin. Debo Samuel's name is still out there. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers about Debo Samuel coming up in just a bit and what he had to say on the Pat McAfee show uh, when he was on. They had Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, that, which was, you know, it's always entertaining when Rodgers is on. I give mad respect to that program. But they had Rodgers on during the draft, which is, there is a layer. There are just layers to that, of course. A couple of years ago when they took Jordan Love, everybody wondered what Rodgers was doing during the draft. And he said, well, once that pick was made, he poured three fingers of tequila. And he turned the TV off or whatever it was. Um, But now from the Green Bay Packers, you still... For anybody who is on social media blasting Brian Gudekins, thinking, oh, Green Bay is going to watch Aaron Rodgers throw to Quay Walker. That's not real. You know that Brian Gutekinds looks at his wide receiver room and says... Okay, we got to make some improvements. We have to do something. And whether it is a trade for one of the guys I mentioned, whether it is a free agent acquisition, I don't know. But they are not going to come out of today. I can't guarantee it. But I feel very strongly they are not coming out of today's day two of the draft without a wide receiver, all right? I would love it if they spent their next two picks, if they spent 53 and 59 on a wide receiver i'd be fine with that or if they because they have all the ammunition in the world my guy wes hodkowitz who writes for uh, the green bay packers and works for the organization and packers.com my guy wes hodkowitz put this out on twitter they have all the ammunition needed to move up they could trade back up to 32 the buccaneers i believe are currently on the clock and then the viking i don't have a whole draft order in front of me But the the Buccaneers are on the clock. If Green Bay wants their guy, they have the ammunition to move up and get their guy. I want their guy to be Christian Watson, the kid from North Dakota State. Great pass catcher, maybe, maybe not. Great run blocker. And in Matt LaFleur's system, that is a guy that you absolutely need. You know Alan Lazard is on this roster mostly because he can run block as well as any wide receiver in the National Football League. They signed Sammy Watkins for one reason more than any other and that is because he has the best run-blocking wide receiver in the National Football League, according to Pro Football Focus last year. Watkins was one. Lazard was five in all of the NFL. So now they need a guy who can catch the ball, a guy who can run with the ball. Give me Watson in that same run-blocking role. I'm a big fan of John Mechie. If if that dude is available from Alabama, he's an 85-catch guy for the rest of his career. I'll listen to Sky Moore. I'll listen to the kid from Cincinnati. I'll listen to any of these. But Green Bay's not going to leave day two where they, have three, where they have three picks, four picks. They're not leaving rounds two and three without a wide receiver. And if they want their guy, they're going to move up. And someone will say, well, they gave up too much to get. They need their guy. They need a wide receiver they can put in this core and grow for the next three years for as long as they may have Aaron Rodgers. And nobody knows how long that actually is going to be. And then there's a wild cards like Randall Cobb and Amari Rodgers, if he can grow into actually being a contributing wide receiver this year. So the future is just fine. The future for me is just fine. I do want to get to the Aaron Rodgers comments. All right. So Rodgers was on uh, Pat McAfee's show yesterday. If you have not heard what he had to say, uh, he kind of backs up everything that I've been screaming about Green Bay and the success they've had in the second and third round.
3: Well, we found a lot of success with the uh, second and third round receivers uh, in Green Bay. You know, you look at uh, Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, James Jones in the third round, obviously Devontae Adams in the second round. Uh, those guys turned out pretty good.
0: They did. They turned out pretty good. Now, granted, Green Bay has had some struggles outside of round one because everybody's going to give you that list there's still the Geronimo Allison and the Marquez Valdez scantling and they don't every second and third day wide receiver they've taken hasn't been a hit you know it's like it's like a mixtape all right i can listen i could make a mixtape kara of me on the golf course and i will hit four shots but in that 45 second mixtape you'll be like hey wicked you're a good golfer no it's the other 90 <laughs> that go left right and Wormburn. That that those are the Geronimo Allisons and the Equinemia St. Browns and the Jamon Winfrey who's still on the team and probably won't be I don't know if he's gonna be on the team anymore. But those are the the, the the slices and the hooks. Not everything is Devontae, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jordy Nelson. Not everybody is that the Jermichael Finley pick was great until he got hurt. You know, not everybody is gonna be a hit in the second and third round. And that's why I would be thrilled if Green Bay took two or even three here in this round. I would be fine with it. You've taken your two studs on defense. You've got Quay Walker and you've got Devontae Wyatt. You've you've added to your already improved defense. Now go help the offense. If they went receiver-receiver-tackle today or receiver-receiver-tight end or something, I'd be fine with it. Totally cool with it. They've had success in that second round, but all of this is obviously... To figure out a way to replace Devontae Adams and Aaron. By the way, if you've have you seen the video of Aaron Rodgers talking to Pat McAfee? He is somewhere tropical because it's his, it's a cell phone he's holding it in the background. There's I think there's palm trees and a cabana. Like Rodgers is somewhere tropical. Maybe it's in California where he has at least one home. I think he's got maybe two. Maybe two. Who doesn't have two California homes? Of course he does. So Aaron Rodgers, of course, has not spoken out about uh, Devonte Adams getting traded from Green Bay to the Las Vegas Raiders until last night.
3: It was a little surprising with Devonte. Um, obviously, when I made my decision, uh, I was still thinking he was going to come back. You know, I was I was very honest with him about my my plans and my future and where I saw you know my career going uh, as far as how many years I wanted to play. But I, I felt like you know he was going to be back. Uh, didn't obviously turn out that way, but I have so much love for Tay and appreciate the time we spent together, and and definitely wish him uh, wish him the best with Derek in in uh, in Vegas. But that's a big hole to fill for sure.
0: Did you see Kira, Google Derek Carr haircut? <laughs> the the opening of last night's draft was something spectacular. You had the commissioner of the of the National Football League, who's got to be in his 60s or his 70s. Yelling out "Cube" to Ice Cube, great, fantastic. That was the str- that was an awkward moment. Then you had Cube coming up on stage and screaming into the microphone. Kara, I won't do it to you, but it was loud. It was a disaster. It was boisterous. And then who comes out on stage? They're in Vegas. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. And also Darren Waller, which was interesting because I there are some people that thought Darren Waller might wind up in Green Bay. Still could happen. Would you describe Derek Carr's haircut for me? What do you think of that?
2: It's like a mohawk, but not
0: it's it's like a short, tight mohawk of Can black I... hair.
2: You and know, he the... looks gothic. Hot take?
0: Yeah, go ahead.
2: It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Kara. I like it. You're I right. like that it's kind of like if you look at him from the front, you can't tell.
0: Like But but when he turns when to the side it's yeah. shaved just uh, it's like where my actual natural receding hairline is going. Yeah. Yeah. So if I just if I just said, Okay, I'm gonna commit to this Yeah and it goes I've got like the two car garage thing happening right look, now. So if I just commit to that and dye it black, I could look like Derek Carr.
2: Yeah. Uh it's look I think what's really <laughs> happening here is it's not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Okay. I thought he was going to have something like shaved into his hair or
0: So if you just stumbled upon it you would think it was appalling but I built it up to be something ridiculous and not, it's not as horrible
2: not as a, I
0: planted into your brain.
2: You know, not appalling either. Just like why?
0: <laughs> why? <laughs> just just one big why. It's Vegas. There the people in costumes were... I don't remember this many costumes as I saw yesterday. Now, I might be wrong. And when the, the draft was in Nashville or New York, it's going to be in Kansas City next year. I don't remember so many people in costume, dressed head to toe in their team gear, all put in their little sections, as I saw last night in Las Vegas on the TV coverage. And my, my buddy Alex and I, my neighbor who was over... We're trying to figure out, how do they section it off? If you're a Jaguars fan and you come rocking your teal, do you, because it's free to go to the draft, I think, do you get a seat up front where the Jaguars fans were? Did you have to win a contest? Or or, did they move, like, the Viking fans to the back because they didn't have an early first-round pick? Like, I don't know how any of that... If anybody can find that, tweet it at me, at Mike Wicket, or hit me up on Facebook. I'd love to know. Who, I bet they
2: just do it themselves.
0: How do you get determined? Oh, no, people, this is a, this is a Las Vegas football <laughs> crowd. There is no way this was organized by fans. I mean, there's, there's partitions. There's got to be chains. There's got to be people going different ways. I mean, it's Vegas. Coming up next, more from Aaron Rodgers, uh, including he was asked about Debo Samuel. And his answer is the same answer I give all the time. Why, haven't Green, why hasn't Green Bay acquired Debo Samuel? Aaron's, Aaron Rodgers' answer and, and Wicket's answer, they're the same thing. That's next.
3: You're listening to Wicket's World on 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines.
1: 24th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. The Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Smith. Tackle Tulsa.
0: Good luck with that, Dak Prescott. 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. What's up, Wicket's World? My name is Mike Wicket. Hello, if you're just driving around catching us for the first time. Hello, if you're watching us on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page, on Twitter, at ESPN DSM. Day number one of the NFL draft is in the book. I I could talk about this all day long. I mean, if you want to talk about the first five picks, I definitely will get to that. The biggest trades that happened yesterday. So many trades yesterday. Uh, We'll get to all of that coming up. But Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show. Not a surprise. Kind of weird that he would be on during draft time. And he was actually on, and I'm not sure if they did this on purpose, probably. He was actually on when Green Bay picked at 28, when they took Devontae Wyatt. When every Green Bay Packers fan, I think a little bit of every Green Bay Packers fan was hoping for a wide receiver at 28. I'm not, if you're just joining it, I love the picks. I love Wyatt and I love Quay Walker for green bay but i think there's a little part of it i was i mean if you check my twitter page follow me at mike wicket i was i even tweeted out this has to be christian watson the kid from north dakota state nope no it does not but Rodgers was on during the time when green bay was picking at 28 and and so many people are wondering why brian Gudekins, their general manager is doing this to one of their greatest quarterbacks my opinion, the greatest thrower of the football the planet has ever seen. But why are they doing this to him? Why aren't they giving him a weapon? Why aren't they adding a wide receiver or even a tight somebody who can catch the damn ball from him? Um, Rogers, unlike previous years, especially the Jordan Love year, Rogers was very in communication with Brian Gutekinds. Every report is telling you that. that Rogers and Goot were actually talking about what was happening in the draft. And I would imagine last week or the weeks or the days leading up, Rogers, who is a student of the game and is very smart and watches guys uh, play on film and I'm sure has, his, has gave his thoughts on what Green Bay should do with these picks, Rogers knew that none of the guys that were available for the wide receiver spot were that high on Green Bay's board anymore after Drake London and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and Jahan Dodson and Traylon Burks... Oh, and uh, Jamison Williams, the other wide receiver. All those guys were gone. Those are day one guys. The other guys, maybe not as high on Green Bay's board, or obviously not as high on the Patriots or uh, the Chiefs or the Bengals or the Vikings, teams that picked after them. So I, I believe Aaron Rodgers knew exactly. It was very okay with Green Bay not taking a wide receiver at 22 or at 28 after the big six uh, went off. You know, back to what he had to say on McAfee's show, and Devontae Adams getting traded for a couple of picks was surprising to us all. But this, as we all know, is a business.
3: It's a tough business. It's a wonderful profession. Those of us who've been blessed to play for so long realize that completely. And um, there's a lot of things that happen that surprise you, even even still. And I thought that based on the number that we offered Devontae and you know, being able to play with me for a few more years. Um, would definitely make a difference, but uh, in the end, I think he was ready to move on and, and wanted my help in, in making that happen. And uh, it was a tough position to be in for sure because I love him and I care about him and want him to be happy. Uh, and he's definitely going to be missed.
0: Is that the ocean in the background? <laughs> he's, he's, he's by a beach, right? Like he's just holding it in his lap. You know, he's holding the phone like this in his lap. And he's looking down, so you see like chin angle when he's talking to McAfee. <laughs> oh like this is the angle you see of no. Rogers. His hair is long, he's, he's not shaved, whatever. Like he looks like a beach bum. Okay. And if he's on a beach, that makes total sense. The only the only part of that statement that raises an eyebrow for me, and this is just me being media guys trying to nitpick, being able to play with me. Yeah. Now, I have always said Everybody in the NFL has an ego. And Aaron Rodgers' ego, Brett Favre's ego, Tom Brady's ego, they're all monster-sized. But when Rodgers had the airing of grievances, his own personal festivist last summer, and he was talking about the receivers and the linebackers and the players that left the organization early. You remember that speech, right? If If what he said there about guys come to Green Bay to play with him is true, I haven't seen it. I have not seen it since he said that. Now, Devontae wanted to go play with his boy. He got paid a fine salary to go be with Derek Carr and go to Vegas and start the next chapter, and I'm not knocking Devontae. You don't want to be somewhere. You don't want to be somewhere, but being able to play with Maybe Rodgers doesn't have the pull that his ego causes him to think that he actually has. Maybe Rodgers isn't the draw to Green Bay that Rodgers thinks Rodgers is. We'll find out because there's still a lot of names that can be picked off the uh, the free agent list. But being able to play with me, hmm. What? Uh, He's arrogant. We're all all these guys are arrogant. It's I, not just a Rodgers thing. I'm not just picking on my my favorite quarterback. But
2: <laughs> on the on the point zero one percent chance that Aaron Rodgers is listening.
0: Oh, Roger streams this show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me see, let me just check the Facebook feed. Mike, Dan, <laughs> Jody, Mark, Bra- I don't see an Aaron on here. Might be a uh, might be might be an a issue. A burner account. It might, it might be a burner. A burner right. account. Yes, yes.
2: Um, who who died and made him in charge of the Green Bay Packers?
0: <laughs> there are some people that would agree with you that maybe he needed to be more in charge of the Green Bay Packers, and apparently he's not. As a, he had zero say before the packer way unlike when brady was in new england or now that brady is in tampa the packer way is i'll give you the ingredients you stay out of this you just stay in the kitchen all right that's all he's never had any say in free agent acquisitions in draft and in the draft decisions rodgers has never had any say and he's looking at at tom brady and saying this guy gets to pick his roster basically you look at the NBA, and he's looking at LeBron James. Now, the Lakers sucked this year, and it turned out to be a disaster, but LeBron gets to pick who he brings in. Rodgers thinks he's on the same level as Tom Brady and LeBron James.
2: Like, Well, Look, just because those guys get to do that doesn't mean they should but, get to but, do hey, that. Well,
0: there's some truth there. Now, Brady's won seven <laughs> rings. LeBron's won four. One, two, three. Yeah, LeBron's won four, and he's been able to kind of pick and choose his roster, so... Uh, You know, there's an idea, there's a belief, I think, in Aaron that he's supposed to have that much say.
2: How many does he have?
0: One ring. Four four MVPs in Mm. one ring. God, that championship seems like forever ago. 11 years ago. (laughs) My goodness. Um, One of the big names And we've talked a lot about, Terry McLaurin, we've talked about DK Metcalf on this show. Last week, spent a lot of time talking about Debo Samuel. It is obvious Debo wants nothing to do with the 49ers, uh, there was a did you? There was a clip. Debo Samuel was in a club. I think it was in in San Francisco. Maybe it was in L.A. I don't know. But Debo was in a club, and somebody flashed up on the projector screen. Debo will stay in San Francisco or stay in the Bay, and there the the camera. Somebody puts their phone on Debo Samuel. You know he's up up a couple of steps. There are people all around him, and he's shaking his head. No. <laughs> So the question everybody's like, why isn't Green Bay trading for Debo Samuel? Why isn't Green Bay traded for Debo Samuel? My answer has been, why would you want to help out Aaron Rodgers? Why would you want to give arguably the most valuable non-quarterback in the league, not named Cooper Cup, why would you want to give Debo Samuel to Aaron? Well, yesterday on the Pat McAfee show during the draft, Aaron was asked exactly that question. What are your thoughts on Debo Samuel to the Packers?
3: I mean, I think we've been in the mix with some of these guys. Uh, that's what it seems like. Now, there's not a lot of teams that probably want to trade receivers to Green Bay. Yeah. So I think we're probably at the at the back of the line for a lot of these teams uh, as far as, you know, our picks are usually late and nobody wants to trade in the division. A guy like Debo, probably. Conference. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we didn't, you know, I think if, you, if you're not going to pay Devontae, we, you know, obviously we... We traded him, but, you know, he, he wanted to move on, but, but going out and paying another guy, I don't know if that makes uh, a ton of sense. Now there's some veteran guys out there, uh, that I think could be possibilities. And also we have two picks in the second round tomorrow. And I'm sure, you know, there's some guys on the board that they probably like, but probably right. like we've been in the mix, but, you know, does San Fran want to trade Debo Samuel to us? I don't yeah, probably know. not. Right? Like,
0: why would you want to help Aaron Rodgers? It was the, the Orlando Brown trade blew me away last off season when Baltimore traded their tackle to the Chiefs, a team within their division. Why would you help out Patrick Mahomes? Same idea. If I'm trading somebody, I don't want them in my division. I don't want them in my conference. I don't want to give them to a rival I don't want to help out any—because if if I'm going to rebuild, I don't want to see this guy come kick my ass in an NFC playoff game or something like that. Now, I know some teams have no issue doing it. Obviously, Tyreek Hill got traded in the AFC from the west to the east, from Kansas City to Miami. But why would anybody—why would you want to help out Green Bay, who has won the NFC the last—you know, the regular season— (laughs) They've been the NFC regular season champs the last two years. They've hosted playoff games. They win 12, 13, 14 games a year every year. Why would you want to give them Debo Samuel? I would love it. I'm a fan of them going after. My first option in all of this for Green Bay has been to acquire Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, uh, DK Metcalf, or A.J. Brown. More on A.J. Brown coming up in just a bit because he did get moved yesterday. And I I will prove once again that this is the best smokescreen year, smokescreen time of year. I love all the lies that go on during draft time. But why would anybody want to help out Green Bay? I've been screaming that for years. If you're the Niners, a team that just came into Green Bay and won, why would you want to give them more firepower? Why would you want to give them your best player? Makes absolutely no sense. But I'm all in if Green Bay goes two twos in next year's something. I'm fine with that. And I'm okay with extending... A guy like Terry McLaurin, or extending DK Metcalf, I'm all in. If they move for Tyler Lockett, I'm, I, I'm all. I give me an established guy, an established receiver, somebody who's been in this league before this year, and then your young receiver that they will be taking today. He and Amari Rogers can grow into the role when you kick Randall Cobb out the door next year. When Sammy Watkins, who's going to be a one and done guy, are getting up there in age, when you kick them out. Then your young guys can take over and they can learn from youngsters. I'm also cool if they just give, you know, a $4 million contract to Julio Jones. But I know I'm, all, I'm alone on that on that island. All right, coming up, the big trade that did go down that led Packers fans and everybody in the league scratching their head. How is this guy moved?
3: That's next. Wicket needs a timeout. He'll be back soon. You're listening to 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines.
1: In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Gray Walker, linebacker, Georgia.
0: Oh, love it. Absolutely love the pick. Love the pick. It's 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. What's up? It's Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket. Kira is on the other side. Don't forget, coming up tonight, Cubs and Brewers start a new series up in Milwaukee, I'm still calling it Miller Park. 6.35 for the pregame with Zach Zaidman 7.05, Pat and Ron have your Cubs baseball right here. And then again tomorrow at 6.10. And then Sunday at 1.10, Cubs baseball all weekend long here on ESPN Des Moines. What's up if you're watching on Facebook? Hello to Rachel and to Aaron and to Greg and everyone who's checking us out. Follow us at ESPN DSM. And uh, if you're just driving around here in Des Moines, thank you very much for checking out the the show. So... We've been talking a lot about the NFL draft. If you haven't figured out, I am fired up about the draft. Kira, can you tell that I'm a little fired up about the NFL draft?
2: Uh, Earlier, you were saying that it was warm in the studio. I think it's just you. Is
0: it just me? I think it's just you. It is hot in here, but I've been going a mile a minute. (laughs) Trayvon Walker (laughs) goes one out of Georgia, which surprised everybody. Um, I don't get that, other than he wowed people at his pro day. He wowed people at uh, the combine or whatever. And I... Look... If I'm Jack, Detroit's thrilled that Aiden Hutchinson fell to him at number two. Detroit had a hell of a draft. A lot of teams, I think, had really good drafts yesterday. You can't figure this out for three more years, but Detroit adds Aiden Hutchinson, the kid from from uh, Michigan, who was supposed up until a week ago, Hutchinson was the number one pick in this draft. He was the guy, and then Trayvon Walker starts creeping up everybody's boards and the kid from Georgia goes number one. Hutchinson goes to the Lions at two. The Lions also made a trade with Minnesota, and they drafted Jamison Williams, the uh, wide receiver from Alabama. I, the Lions had a good draft. It's so strange to say. Don't be surprised if the Lions figure out a way to grab a quarterback today, and you have just added three cornerstone pieces potentially to the future of Detroit Lions football. I think they had a good day yesterday. I'm telling you right now. The Eagles had a very good day yesterday as well. They made a trade with the Tennessee Titans for A.J. Brown, a guy who I would have loved to see come to Green Bay. Can, Kira, I don't have the trade details in front of me. Can you Google A.J. Brown trade and see what the exact— I want to make sure I get it right. I don't want to lie and speculate. But the Eagles, who had a— At one point, I think the Eagles had three first-round picks, like all between 12 and 25. They were all just right there in the middle. They have made some trades. But the Eagles make the acquisition of A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, a guy I would have loved to see in Green Bay, 24 years old. So of all the guys that we're talking about, Debo Samuel and Terry McLaurin and A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf, of all these guys, the one name I kept hearing who was the least likely to get traded was A.J. Brown. He was the one. He was like, well, they'll figure it out. He's, <laughs> he, he's the guy that's going to get paid. They got a big contract on the table for A.J. Brown. Debo, probably gone. You know, if the the Seahawks are serious about rebuilding, they'll trade away Ty- uh, D.K. Metcalf, maybe Tyler Lockett, too, get some picks. Uh, they traded away Russ, so they're obviously in the rebuild mode. The commanders are going to and Terry McLaurin. They're they going to get picks for McLaurin. The one guy who was supposed to be safe was A.J. Brown. He was not getting traded. And then out of nowhere, the trade gets announced yesterday during the draft. What went back to Tennessee?
2: Uh, what? (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Kira, what was the trade?
2: I I have been reading this article because it's, it sounds crazy. It's okay. just uh, AJ Brown apologizing to fans. He oh. says he wanted to stay.
0: Well, regardless,
2: uh, average sixteen million dollars per season with incentives that could bring his yearly salary up to twenty million. Yeah,
0: he signed a four-year extension worth one hundred and five million dollars. But
2: it doesn't really say. That's okay. What Thir- they got?
0: Well, thirteen is one of them. Number pick number thirteen was one of them, uh, and it goes. I'm sorry, Tennessee in return. I've lost him on my board. 18 is the, the pick that went back to Tennessee. And they wind up tra- uh, taking Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. I don't... Uh, if they were never going to get a deal done, and the contract that was on the table was $16 million per, and the contract wound up being $21 million per, they just lost... One of the best receivers in football, when healthy, they just lost him over, what is that, $4 million, $5 million per year? And I know when I'm talking about other people's millions... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you... If I'm Tennessee fan today, I'm livid. Because they don't have other pass-catching options. I mean, they got Traylon Burks now, and the kid IK, EK, I can't, the the really long last name, the hyphenated two-name last name. I mean, when Derrick Henry gets injured, you see what happens to this offense. That Tennessee offense was brutal to watch. Ryan Tannehill... Ain't Patrick Mahomes. He's not uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill has flashes of looking great. But now he has no wide receivers. He has nobody to throw the football to. So if I'm Tennessee fan, I am livid. If I am Eagles fan, I now have two stud wide receivers. If Jalen Hurts can take that next step and become an above average to good quarterback, I've got a great defense. I can run the football. People in September of last year were ready to run their new head coach out of Philadelphia. Turned out, Philly's a pretty good team. Made the playoffs. Not a bad football team. Second best team in that terrible division in the NFC East. But you just added A.J. Brown, who, like I said, went healthy and at 24 years of age, is an absolute stud of a wide receiver. Also, Arizona... Sent the 14th pick to the Baltimore Ravens. Check that. The 25th pick to the Baltimore Ravens in exchange for Hollywood Brown? Marcus Hollywood Hollywood Brown went for a first-round pick? Did I miss something here? Now, that's not a guy I would have loved to see Green Bay mortgage a lot of capital for. Would have been nice to see him in for a third but is Marquise Brown worth that much to a team that right now is in a cloud of uncertainty with their quarterback? We talked about Kyler Murray. Remember our millennial Gen Z conversation from a, a week ago? Check out that podcast, ESPN Des Um But Marquise Hollywood Brown for that much draft capital? That seems like a lot to give up. I mean, every third game, you fantasy players know, you had Hollywood on your team. I did for a time. You know every third game Hollywood Brown catches a touchdown. And every third game he has, you know, 114 receiving yards on three catches from Lamar. I And maybe this will come back to bite me, but I think that's a terrible move by Arizona to give up a first-round pick for Marquise Hollywood Brown. I don't mind the, the giving up of the first-round pick and whatever else Philadelphia did to bring in A.J. Brown. I think he's great. But Marquise, Hollywood Brown, seems like a heck of a lot, and all these teams made these moves. I think there was a record number of trades. There were a record number of Georgia defensive players. All in all, a very entertaining day one of the National Football League Draft. And now here we are at number two, day number two, and the uh, the Buccaneers are sitting on top of the uh, the draft. So, here we go, Kara. That's it. You going to watch the draft tonight? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I feel like I just gave you the entire primer. I feel like if you missed it, here's what all the picks that matter to people. Can you give me my mega mix one more time? Yeah, 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 Here's what all the picks that matter to people here in Des Moines, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Vikings, uh, the Cowboys. There would be a Bears pick in here, but sorry, Bears fans, you didn't have a, a pick. You didn't get to play the game yesterday. You didn't get to participate. And then, of course, the two kids from the state of Iowa that you rooted for here. No uh, no Cyclone got picked yesterday, but a Panther and a Hawkeye got picked, and it started with a bit of a surprise at the top.
1: With the first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker. Linebacker, Georgia. With the 19th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, The New Orleans Saints select Trevor Penning, tackle Northern Iowa. With the 21st pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Trent McDuffie, defensive back, Washington. With the 22nd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Quay Walker, linebacker, Georgia. With the 24th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Smith, tackle Tulsa. With the 25th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Lindenbaum, Butcher. center, Iowa, Wrong. with the 28th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle Georgia, with the 30th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select George Karloftis, defensive end Purdue, with the 32nd pick in the 2022 <laughs> NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Louis Defensive back, Georgia.
0: And that was Roger Goodell, the commissioner to the National Football League, getting booed mercilessly. Mercilessly or mercifully? Either one.
2: Mercilessly. Mercilessly.
0: Thank you very much. Buccaneers are on the board, number one today. Then it's the Vikings, part of their trade back with the Detroit Lions. I'm trying to figure out where I think Malik Willis and Brees Hall are going to go. Malik Willis, the next highest rated quarterback, according to most, out of Liberty, Threw for a bunch of yards, ran for a bunch of yards. One projection I've seen is to Tennessee behind Ryan Tannehill, who I've already talked about. And then Brees Hall. If you're an Iowa State fan, you know how good Brees Hall is. He is a stud. I believe he's the best running back in the National Football League draft this year. But we don't value running backs in the NFL. If this was 2002 or 1992, Brees Hall would have been a top-ten pick. But because running backs don't last in the NFL because the game is so centered around throwing the football now versus running the football, especially between the tackles. One running back is not worth a first-round pick. Everybody's doing by committee. Everybody's doing by committee. And so Brees Hall is going to be part of a committee. I kind of wish my Packers needed a running back. I would love it if they would take Brees. But they already have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, so they, they, they definitely don't. Don't be surprised if Houston takes uh hall i mean you can make an argument for about six teams taking them uh in this first in the first 10 picks or whatever so enjoy the rest of the draft coming up here today how much time do i have left here Kara?
2: you have a whole minute
0: i have one minute left all right uh enjoy the rest of the draft today i'm gonna say that green bay gets christian watson i believe that's gonna be the guy that they wind up taking at what are they 53 and if they may have to move up to grab him. But they will get themselves, I promise you, they will get themselves a wide receiver or two here on day number two. So everybody who's posted about what a bad job Brian Gutekind has done or what are they doing, why aren't they helping out Aaron Rodgers, I saw people tweeting out that they needed to just trade Aaron Rodgers or they should have traded Aaron Rodgers and started the Jordan Love era. Calm down. Everybody chill. There are a lot of days left between now and the start of the NFL season. And whether that's a free agent or a draft pick or two today or a trade, we, we got a lot of time left. And by the way, trades that have I don't ever remember players getting traded for draft picks like we saw yesterday. So who knows what's going to happen today? You just have ab- maybe Jordan Love and a pick for D.K. Metcalf. Go that way with it. I mean, DK Met- or uh, Jordan Love can battle Drew Locke for the starting job. The only quarterback taken yesterday, Kenny Pickett, is older than Jordan Love. And Pickett got sent to the, uh, got picked by the Pittsburgh Steelers, hometown kid. What a great storyline. Here we go. (laughs) These guys are great in concert, by the way. Have you seen them in concert? No. They're great. Oh, man. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll do it again next Friday. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Thanks to Kira for keeping us on the air. This has been Wickets World on ESPN Des Moines. See ya.